Talk of the Town is a public service program produced by Midwest Family Springfield, airing Sunday morning on 92.7 WMAY, 98.7 WNNS, 97.7 WQLZ, and 102.5 The Lake. The mission of the show is to provide you with new information on the great organizations and great people in the Springfield area who work hard to make things easier for others throughout our community and to make Springfield a better place to live. The intent of this program is to be timely, topical, to entertain and to inform talk of the town this is trent nelson good morning what a wonderful morning it is to be with you all as always find ourselves on the weekends well we've got more great guests more great discussions more great friends we have robert kerr of the uis innovation center and he stopped by to have a nice long discussion with us about what the future of the Innovation Center holds and how it is looking forward to a future where the city of Springfield and the center are working hand in hand to push progress forward across a bevy of different ways, which we discussed in depth. So you'll have to catch that. And then, of course, our great monthly friend, Amy Beadle of Visit Springfield, telling us about December, how we can enjoy it, what there is to do around Springfield and Sangamon County. Now, grab a little coffee, maybe a cookie, some bacon, some eggs. It is Talk of the Town with Trent Nelson. Let's go! Talk of the Town, this is Trent Nelson. And we are here today speaking with Robert Kerr of Springfield's newest innovation, the Innovation Center, uh, UIS's Innovation Center in downtown Springfield. What do you like to go by? Are you Professor Kerr? Are you Dr. Kerr? Are you Mr. Kerr? (laughs) Uh, Rob Kerr is just fine. (laughs) Thank you. Rob Kerr, really such a pleasure. Thank you for taking some time to spend with us this morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's it's, uh, hot in Springfield, so happy to be inside talking with you. And we're happy that you're not outside in the sweltering heat. It is oppressive. We don't use that word lightly here, but happy to have you on today and, and happy to speak about something that I know WMAY has has reported concerning previously, not only your placement as the leader of the uh, New Innovation Center, but but that it exists. Tell us what the Innovation Center hopes to innovate. How How will it work? What will it do? And... Teach us, sir, please. Sure. So very excited. So this is going to be the University of Illinois Springfield's biggest footprint to date in downtown Springfield. Incredibly important. So it's going to be a conduit between the campus and the expertise on campus and business industry and the people and the community of Springfield centered from downtown. But this center is really designed to positively impact our economy, community, and our citizens. Uh, we're going to be working with industry, with government, with business partners, and ultimately our goal is to help to build a robust human capital and innovation pipeline. We're really out here trying to uh, improve the economy, bring businesses into central Illinois, but also encourage the community and the entrepreneurs in central Illinois to build businesses, to build opportunities right here in Springfield, in Sangamon County, and in central Illinois. 
So the Innovation Center is, in so many words, a synapse. Sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, we are we do have a, a, a presence here. Uh, a lot of folks might be familiar with Innovate Springfield, which is a UIS early stage incubator and provides entrepreneurial services. And Innovate Springfield is going to live inside the Innovation Center, but the Innovation Center is going to be more than that. So in, in, in addition to what Innovate Springfield is doing for business incubation and support, we're also going to be adding a, a real sincere focus on workforce education and training, social innovation, which means expanding the capacity of the nonprofits in the region. And then, of course, because UIS is located in the capital and public policy is one of our strongest programs, we're going to have a we're going to be dedicated to policy development, improvement, policy evaluation. So working with legislators, working with leaders in state government to make those the services that they provide more efficient, more effective. Trent Nelson here with Rob Kerr of the, the University of Illinois Springfield's new Innovation Center, downtown Springfield. It's such a pleasure to chat with you, sir. And what an ambitious set of goals. What does such ambition mean for the community? What what can they get excited about? Sure. Whether they're younger, older, have kids in school, are just really excited about further communal innovation. I want the community to feel like this is their innovation center. That is part of our key. We need to make the community feel welcome and engaged. In fact, UIS Chancellor Janet Gooch really laid out, I think, the objective for this center perfectly when she said that the Innovation Center needs to improve people's lives, just that simply. So we are here to build a space, but it's going to be much more than just a building, right? We're trying to create a movement and a mindset, and we're, we want people in the region to think big. We're going to create a cool space that encourages community engagement and collaboration. We're going to have innovative classrooms that can connect people all across the globe. And we want people in there doing cool things and developing edge tech, accessing online training and accessing in-person training and you know, building up the skills they need. So we really want this to be the center uh, of a larger movement. I, I really envision, and we've had a lot of conversations, that this building is just step one. My hope is you know, we're going to spend the next two years preparing our building, which is at 401 East Washington Street, right at the corner of 4th and Washington. It's a historic building, dates back to 1905 and perhaps even farther. So there's a lot of work we need to do to, to, get, to get that physical space to the vision that we want. But my hope is that by the time that opens, we've created so much programming since starting today that we need, we need more space. And I want this building to be the center of an innovation district in downtown Springfield. I think there's just so much opportunity in this area, and UIS wants to be a part of it. UIS wants to help. UIS wants to support us, support this this mission, and I could not be more excited. But for me, I'm going to keep coming back. I want a space where the community feels welcome and that, that this is their space. And again, such a full-court press, the, the ambition, but what the ambition seeks to bring, a true volition, right, a continuous progress. It's really special and important. I'm struck by that in the same building in what we might consider the center of the future innovation district, there are such broad yet specific goals, right? Um, policy analysis, developing 
connections with local businesses within the community, as well as, of course, looking to educate the children based on those needs, those policies, etc. What do you see in 10 years? That's a great question. So in 10 years, I'd like us to have really robust programming. My background has been in higher education and economic development for almost the past 30 years in Springfield and in central Illinois. I think in 10 years, I'd want to make sure that we're providing workforce training that impacts businesses, that grows the economic base of the community. And to do that, we need to be working with K-12 constituents. We need to be working with people in the community that might not necessarily be interested in credit programs at that moment. So we need to develop non-credit skill-based professional training for them. And then I want us working with the colleges and the universities and the deans and the provosts to make sure that all of these opportunities have a pipeline into UIS so those folks have opportunities to connect the work that they've been doing with credit programming with degrees and certificates through the University of Illinois Springfield. I think if we can capture that, the rest of the goals that we have, we'll be able to achieve through that. So that to me is the most important part, is creating, is identifying what's needed, far as training, what do the businesses need, what, what, do, what does the community need, what do our students need, and figuring out innovative ways to develop and deliver that training through this innovation center. I think if we do that, then our business incubation gets a lot easier because we've got people that are thinking about big things, interesting things through all of these different channels. And then they can come and they can set up shop and they can use our space to build companies. I think if we can do that, we're going to attract more businesses and more funding to the region because they will see the opportunity that they have to set up shop, come into our, into our community because we've got a, a well-trained workforce that is eager to take advantage of these opportunities. So to me, and maybe that, that's my bias as you know, a, a higher education professional for so long, this is, the, this is a dream position for me because I feel like I've had the opportunity to connect a lot of dots and really, you know, really make things happen, really move the needle for the region. And, and it's important to know that we're not talking about Springfield and we're not just talking about Sangamon County. Our mission is as broad as it possibly can be. We're starting from this spot at the corner of 4th and Washington, but this circle is going to be expanding very quickly and, and as, as big as possible. We have great working relationships with Peoria, with Bloomington, with Decatur. I see kind of this, this innovation connection through the Illinois Innovation Network, which has was really the the entity that helped that provided the bulk of the funding for us to create this exciting innovation center. So that's a statewide network. So to me, Illinois is really all in right now on innovation, but more importantly than that, it's this big dream of a statewide network of entrepreneurship, business development, and workforce training through all of these hubs across the state to spur inclusive economic development. And and that to me is just really exciting. And to have the opportunity to be part of that is really the culmination, I think, of my career. And I'm, I'm just so honored to, to be able to work with all of the folks that are helping to build this innovation center from Innovate Springfield, the folks at UIF and continuing in professional education, the provost's office, and of course, Chancellor Gooch, whose vision 
for this center has been driving every piece of our development. And it's been very exciting to see all of these partners lined up and looking to help to build and create this vision for the UIS Innovation Center. And the community is, is grateful and thankful for the passion that you, Chancellor Gooch, and everyone who you work with and has worked towards this moment continues to provide to the project, to the program, to the idea, turning the idea into the ideal. Talk of the town. This is Trent Nelson. Now, what I keep being drawn back to as I listen to you speak is how this is very much a synthetic endeavor as opposed to an analytic endeavor, to borrow some language from uh, one of my favorite professors, history professors. This is not the specific analytic work of one field. This is specific analytic works of multiple fields and then combined, such as life has for us. Each function is connected to one another. Each educational function connected to an economic function and, and vice versa and so on and so forth. And so it really feels as though as you're speaking about the culmination of your career, this is perhaps the culmination of what education must do in relation to the rest of the world in which it lives in. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point. A big chunk of my career has been spent in the Illinois Community College system. And we have a just a wonderful system of community colleges in Illinois that look at education a little differently than was traditional. And I, what I'm excited about this endeavor is I really see a lot of that kind of approach in the Innovation Center and in the way that UIS is approaching these issues, these opportunities. In other words, they're not standing in an ivory tower saying, come to us, come to me, learn. We'll tell you everything we need to know. They are, UIS is turning its focus very, very specifically to an external lens, trying to, and trying to engage folks in the community to be part of this solution, to work with the university as a partner in this larger endeavor. And it's going to take a lot of people's contribution in order to realize this vision. This, this is ambitious. It's a, it's difficult. <laughs> if it was easy, we would have done it a long time ago. <laughs> but we're building off of, we've continued to kind of move towards this goal. Innovate Springfield is about to celebrate its 10th anniversary. And Bruce Summer, John Strimstifer, and the folks at, the, at UIS, in the Center for State Policy and Leadership, David Racine, when they created Innovate Springfield, they had a vision. And we couldn't be where we are today with this innovation center without their work. We couldn't be where we are today without the efforts of, of Molly Lamb, who's currently running the UIS Center for State Policy and Leadership. So all of these participants are working on their pieces, and we have been slowly building this pyramid, so to speak, to, to kind of visualize that analogy one kind of chunk at a time. And I'm really excited that the Innovation Center will get to connect with all of that effort and build off of that by working with all of those partners. All of those partners are still there and are still working hard and pushing. Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance and Ryan McCready and business and industry like IND, there, there's so many partners that have been saying, yes, we, we want to be part of this and, and we want to support your efforts. And that to me is where all of a sudden you look around and you're like, wow, all of these resources are lined up. We have this great opportunity given to us from the state, from the University of Illinois system, from the Illinois Innovation Network. We can really accomplish some big goals here. And that's why we've got such a big aspirational goal because we have the opportunity to do that. And and that's what's most exciting for me. Talk of the town. This is Trent Nelson.
here with Robert Kerr of the UIS Innovation Center, speaking about all of the the wonderful innovations that are in the near offing, in the far distance, perhaps, to some degree, some of them. But it's always a constant flow, and we really appreciate you coming down to speak with us, and we look forward to having you come down many more times over the course of the years to come, months, years to come, to to discuss what is going on with the Innovation Center as it's happening. Not in hindsight, not months afterwards, but as things are going on, we want to know about it. And we really thank you for coming down and spending some time with us, Rob. Trent, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it, and I look forward to sharing all of the accomplishments that we make as we're developing this center You know, over the next two years, and then after that, as we get to really get excited once we get into this new space. But there's going to be a lot that happens between now and then, so I look forward to talking with you more about those. And we know that the community is excited to be a part of it, not to watch as bystanders, but to be active, functional members, and, of course, it's our pleasure. Talk of the town. This is Trent Nelson. Thanks for listening. Talk of the town. Trent Nelson. Good morning, we have, well, we have wonderful friends returned. As always, Amy Beadle from Visit Springfield is with us to highlight what has just gone on across the month of December. But more importantly, to talk about what is happening in December. It is the last month of the year, even though December means 10th month. Amy Beadle, such a pleasure to have you on this morning. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much, Trent, for having me. It's always a delight to come on and talk to you about all of the amazing things going on in Springfield. You're always such a huge supporter of of, uh, getting people out and about in the community. So I thank you for that. Well, we appreciate those kind words. The community is beautiful and vibrant and full of wonderful adventures and opportunities for those willing to brave the December chill. Yes. And... Amy Beetle, what went on while we were all eating turkey and preparing ourselves for that, getting over Halloween and getting ready for December, which is, of course, a massive month with all of the different holidays that make it up? What were we doing? Well, it seems like it was so, so long ago, because as time flies, we just keep moving forward. But uh, if I recall correctly, we did have a lot of Halloween events happening over that 28th to the 31st of October. Uh, We had an unfortunate circumstance that the Halloween parade had to be canceled because we had that massive rainstorm. So that was unfortunate. But um, then we went through the rest of November and we had a lot of great performing arts and some other uh, fun things happening, a little rodeo over at the conventions center and lots of fun stuff and then that brought us to this past weekend of november the last weekend of november which of course uh kicked off the old capital holiday walks on saturday uh we had a tree lighting which was very well attended and some performing arts out there uh delighting people and santa claus and abraham lincoln and mary were there um and so that was really great and that kicked off the old capital holiday walks that'll be happening from now until december 23rd and those of course are on wednesday Wednesdays and Saturdays uh, throughout the uh, November and December time periods. So I understand the Gables had a wonderful turnout for their Light Up the Gables on Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, Celebrating uh, Small Business Saturday was really good this past Saturday. So we are just now in full swing for holiday mode. And what 
does holiday mode from here on out entail, Amy Beetle? Please grace us with all that uh, you and your colleagues and Calendar Mike have, have found for us. Well, if you want all of it, we'll probably be here for a really long time. So how about I pick out a few highlights, and then I tell everyone where they can go to get these 50-plus events happening over the next five weeks. It's incredible. Uh, One thing we're really, really excited about is the LRS Ice Rink is back. Uh, There was some debate over whether or not we were going to have the ice rink this year. Um, It has relocated to the Union Station Park, a beautiful park setting over there across from the Abraham Lincoln Museum. So make sure that you go up that. Uh, that 5th and 6th Street block uh, to right across from the museum. And they'll be operating Wednesdays and Saturdays also. Uh, open this past Saturday, and it'll be open till December 16th. So that's always a fun kind of uh, atmosphere for people to take in as an outdoor ice rink. Um, and then also the Governor's Mansion, they're doing expanded tours for holiday walks on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And that is just a spectacular site that you don't want to miss if you've never seen the Governor's Mansion at Christmas time. Um, holiday Lights at the Zoo is happening, which is really popular. We have at the Visitor Center during the holiday walks, we're hosting Abe and Mary Lincoln, and they're there reading books and playing games with kiddos and taking pictures and having all sorts of fun there at the Visitor Center. That's on Saturdays. And I think one of the big things, and we're only on December 2nd at this point, so you know, there's <laughs> so much stuff is happening. Um, Holiday Lights Parade. That's a big, big family uh, attraction. So the Holiday Lights Parade will be in downtown Springfield uh, this Saturday, November, or excuse me, December the 2nd at 5.30. So grab up everybody. I don't even know how much you're going to have to bundle up. I think it's going to be a little bit warmer out and uh, come on downtown enjoy the shopping the ice rink all of the beautiful lights and displays uh you bring your letters for santa there's a mailbox that they can kids can mail those um and then just come down and enjoy the parade it's it's always a great uh great spectacle for that so um and Dana Thomas House, uh, they have quite a few different things happening this year for the holiday season. Uh, and seeing that house during the holidays is, again, something that you don't want to miss. That and the Governor's Mansion are probably two of my favorite. Um, so check those out. Um, and then, of course, our Carillon. We're always, always so excited to talk about our Thomas Reese Memorial Carillon in Washington Park. They do a beautiful event on December 10th that is caroling at the Carillon and the Jingle Bell Spectacular. So that, again, is something that um, is very unique to Springfield because not very many people have a Carillon bell tower and it's really beautiful out there uh, during the season. Hopefully we'll have just a tiny bit of snow on the ground to make that really festive. Um, and then winter markets. Of course, we have the Old Capital Farmers Market that's going to be uh, kicking up. And then we'll also have the Illinois Products Market this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So head on out to the um, the area just north of the Governor's Mansion, and you can uh, take in all the vendors and start uh, some Christmas shopping there. Amy Beetle, just a treasure trove, a cornucopia of information. We can still use that word. Even though we can, or we could say that this is longer than Santa's list at this point. <laughs> Amy Beetle on the forefront of seasonal puns, as well as all of the information that we could possibly need to know for December. Now, December, if I'm correct, we only made it to about halfway through December, um, as per all of the wonderful things. What about as, as Santa draws nearer, Amy? 
Sure. Well, there's some really great indoor things uh, happening as well. Um, the Dueling Pianos will be back at the Hoagland Center. They have a Christmas show happening uh, the weekend of December 15th. They're super fun if you've never seen them. Um, we also have um, uh, the Capital City Improv Troupe. They're doing a holiday showcase. That's also at the Hoagland Center. Um, we have some 1850s caroling at the First Presbyterian Church, uh, which, of course, is the church with Lincoln's pew. Um, Abbey Rhodes Christmas uh, tribute with the Beatles is at UIS. Uh, then we also have the Trans-Siberian Orchestra out there, as well as Frank Sinatra and Friends Christmas Show at the Hoagland Center. So, get you know, you can get out and get some uh, great performing arts that are really holiday-related and, and uh, put you right in the mood. Or if you have family coming into town, what a great way to, you know, uh, treat them. Maybe one of their presents is that you are getting them tickets to go, you know, and see a great performance here in Springfield. And then after we kind of wind down all of that and we get through holiday walks and those finish and we have Christmas and on that little break, then, of course, we'll go on to uh, New Year's, which we're starting to see a few things uh, getting um, put out there about New Year's Eve. But I imagine we'll have a little more to talk about that next time um, and still um, anticipating, of course, that we'll have the first night event in Springfield. I haven't seen anything uh, definite on their agenda yet. Um, and then there's some New Year's Eve things at Boondocks, Dannenberger's, and then it looks like maybe the State House Inn will be doing their celebration again as well. So, you know, we'll be rolling right through and no doubt the way time flies, uh, you know, we'll blink and then it'll be New Year's Day and we'll start 2024, which we're very excited about. We have some really fun news to talk about next time, too, that we'll roll out. We're rolling out a new program um, and I can't wait for you to be one of the first to hear about it. You heard it here first, folks. There is so much to do that we don't even have time to talk about it all. And next time, if you hang out with us, there'll be some exclusive items which you won't find anywhere else except here on Talk of the Town. Here with Amy Beadle, enjoying the knowledge and the conversation as always. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to speak with us and all of Springfield about what's going on across December. My pleasure, Trent. Thanks as always for having us. And um, we just want to give a quick shout out that you can find our entire blog with every one of these events and so, so many more uh, on our website at visitspringfieldillinois.com. Follow us on social. We're posting constantly about all of these things and other stuff happening. That's at Visit Springfield on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And, uh, if, you know, we, we're here for everyone. So if there's anything that we can answer for you, let us know. Reach out to us. Message us. Um, otherwise, please go on. There's a legend, so it's very easy to find uh, the type of event that you're looking for. Um, and we, we hope that everyone will use this both locally and visitors because we put a lot of time and effort into pulling resources into one convenient, quick place that people can go to see what's happening in Springfield. Always legendary. <laughs> Amy Beadle, Visit Springfield. Thank you so much for educating us as always. We hope that you have a wonderful December as well. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson. Enjoy December. We'll see you for the new year. Thanks for listening to Talk of the Town. We'll be back next Sunday morning. Talk of the Town is a public service of Midwest Family Springfield. If you have any questions about today's program or previous programs, contact the show at MidwestFamilySPI.com slash Talk of the Town or call Midwest Family Springfield at 217-629-7077.